Tony Basilio, it's an absolutely outstanding day to be alive and well. It's very incredible. And it is the Wednesday edition of your Tony Basilio show, and it is absolutely a beautiful day to be alive and well. I'm rocking my Smoothie King hat today, proudly doing so. We've got a lot to get into today. Circa has a new number out on the Vols, which is nine. Win total in the fall. But, of course, the baseball team is on the front burner right now as this team's got a real opportunity now to go to the College World Series, which if you'd have told me that a month ago, I'd have laughed at you. But this team has a real legit opportunity to go to the college world series and i'm proud to announce that we're back in the listener watch party game saturday corner 16 out west we will be hosting a listener watch party uh let me double check that and just make sure that's right um I'm, I'm uh, Cinco. Good morning to you while i double check that good morning Cinco. how you doing it's always good to know where you're going on saturday uh, Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for having me. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Doing well, thank you. Sean, uh, I wrote in the blog today that it's a shame college baseball is structured the way it's structured because truly the past day or so, we should have been celebrating the fact that we're on to our third consecutive Super Regional, which there are only of the 300 and some odd teams that play Division One baseball, there were only three of them that meet that distinction, two of whom are going to play each other this weekend in Stanford and Texas, two absolute blue bloods. And there's Tennessee right with them. But instead, Sean, we were all tore up over not getting a chance to host because they've got a process that is extremely nebulous that lends itself to people researching the background of this AD and that AD, and this guy has a player that plays on this team. And instead of just ranking those teams like they should, Sean, like a legitimate sport, and then they had our fan base, which really annoys me, because I'm going to tell you something. Tennessee internally knew they were probably going to Hattiesburg. That's why I said it on the air. That's why I came on the air and said, if you want to host a regional or host the super regional and people hate on me but i got my information from inside and the information was uh if you want to host a regional your pen boys better win today so tennessee went through the whole deal of uh, selling tickets to people for a regional they knew wasn't going to happen unless pen won and what was all that for i mean i'm just looking at that going if you want to grow your sport, this is not 1984 anymore. We need numerical designations by each team in these regions. When we list these teams, here's the first number two seed. Here's the second number two seed. It's not that hard, Sean. And then our fans don't spend the last 24 hours all upset over getting ripped off when, in fact, they could have gotten upset about it on the front end. I think you, I think you, what you're talking about is, has complete validation. But I would suggest that, you know, you are coming to this now in our third year where 
if I remember correctly, you were self-admitting that you didn't pay attention to this stuff a couple years ago. So um, while I believe and agree with what you're saying, I think this sport in this area is just now coming to the forefront. No, Nobody gave a rip how they did this two years ago. Nobody did. If you say you did, then you were like me and you were an idiot that would go out and watch or, or watch college baseball with no one there, or you were the ones that would sign up for Northern Arizona's webpage so you could watch a game, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. But I would suggest that those inconveniences right now that we're experiencing are actually a great sign that the game is growing, that more and more people are becoming aware. You know, these we had a hangover from the past two years, and there was a little bit of chunk of time during this season where some people, the the late comers, and I and I love everybody that's on the bandwagon. The more, the merrier. I don't I don't claim ownership of vol baseball watching. Uh, no, every, the more the better. No matter when you came in, much like the uh, vineyard workers in the Bible, when you come in, you are of equal equal standing. So. What I would suggest is that these little hiccups are actually great because we had a certain segment of the population was going, what's wrong with the team this year? What's wrong with the, what's, what, what's going on? We're not the same. I don't feel the same joy I did. I don't like losing. This is not what I signed up for. I signed up for smashing baby seals all day long and, and taking my kids to that. However, things turned around and, and now, those same people are now even more engaged by what's happened, why, what these kids did, albeit with the SEC tournament mixed in. But the South Carolina, where we kind of, you know, had a had a managerial hiccup and uh, lost that, the second game, and then and then the SEC, I mean, then the tournament uh, just over at Clemson. Those people are now locked back in. And now they're saying, oh, man, how are they doing that? Tony B is right. I celebrate the inconvenience because those are absolute growing pains for Tennessee baseball. You know, there was some momentum lost with the building project, it seemed, publicly because of the way we were underperforming based on previous years. Now that's all forgotten, and all we can think about doing is going down there, taking care of business, and getting to Omaha. So... Um, you are exactly right. I agree with everything you've said. However, I frame it differently, and I think it's great for the sport locally. My, my mind is if they want to grow their game, and by the way, Tennessee's growed their game, growed it in a, in a Charlie Manuel sense, who when um, Howard Eskin said to him, grow up, when they were fighting with each other in Philadelphia at a press conference, and Charlie Manuel looked at him and said, I am growed up. Brian Hartman, he is growed up. And by the way, how about the Tennessee Volunteers, Brian, the number they drew over the weekend with Clemson? Because that was not a Clemson number. That was a Tennessee number. It had nothing to do with Clemson. That was the second most watched regional baseball game in the history of ESPN. They didn't mention what the most watched game was, but I don't care, really. 
That's uh, tremendous numbers for ESPN. It was on ESPN2, by the way. What happens with those numbers also justifies the feelings in the around the country from these recruits Tony has have committed and or signed because now it doesn't look like a, just a blip on the Tennessee radar, the, the monster two years. Those, those, those television and computer and phone screens that were lit up watching that game, now Tennessee is a blue blood. They're not just the team that wears the daddy hat. They're not just the team that has the bat flip. They are a legitimate blue blood in baseball, and I think that's fantastic. How about, and they're a blue blood, nobody wants to be a blue blood. That's kind of my favorite thing about it. That's right. You know, which is really silly because college baseball had a real chance to really, really grow and um, and and embrace that and become the, the brand of the game where we allow celebrations and lean into it. Instead, they took it all away to the point where they threw the kid out from Indiana the other day who's the best player in Indiana's team because he walked a step out of the dugout with a celebration prop. They throw him out. The, the umpire looks over and throws him out of the game. I mean, are you kidding me? David Eckert's going to join us. Jackson, Clary, and Ledger covered Southern Miss. In fact, has been embedded. He has been embedded with Southern Miss's baseball team as the clock ticks toward retirement for Scott Berry. And uh, we're going to talk with him about Scott Berry, Scott Berry's program, what Southern Miss has, get a full report from him, a full scout. It's all ahead. Your Wednesday edition, Dr. Sean Sinclair is here. This Southern Miss team's pretty good. Anybody that gets here is pretty damn good. And they meet that description. They were, they showed a lot of heart and a lot of fight getting out of that loser's bracket and, uh, the Penn boys kind of helped them, though, on Monday. I'm still a little sick over that. It's less than two days old. So we continue with more after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join us for our second annual Walk to Support Families Impacted by Alzheimer's Disease or Related Dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. 
This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So this next guest on the program, uh, the show that gives you Mo, Brian Hartman's found a real gem here in David Eckert, who I got to tell you was embedded with legendary Southern Miss coach Scott Berry, who is winding it down here. Now, Tennessee fans hope he's winding it down this weekend. But David Eckert was embedded with him in his program. David of the Jackson Clarion Ledger, a, a guy from Scranton, Pennsylvania, originally, proving that God has a sense of humor. He's uh, living down there, doing his thing. And, David, I welcome you in and appreciate you joining us. And what's it like for a, a Pennsylvania kid to be in the middle of Mississippi? It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> First thing that comes to mind, it is hot. It is hot. But, no, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I had the chance to live in, in Hattiesburg for, you know, almost a year, and now I'm up in, in Oxford, and I've really liked both places. Um, yeah, really, really passionate about their college baseball, too. So I love that. Which is really neat because you and I were talking off the air, and I was telling you about my son being at Penn and the fact that he discovered they had a program uh, when uh, – when they won at Auburn on Friday night, which is basically how, like last year, Tennessee lost to Notre Dame. And we had John Bryce on who lives in the Notre Dame community. And I was like, man, what kind of following do they have for their college baseball team? And he said, they'll get a couple hundred people at a game. And that's kind of the the size of things of college baseball in the Northeast. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I I went to Penn state for school, hung around there and and worked there for a, a year or so after that. And, you know, I mean, nobody goes. Nobody cares. Nobody goes. Um, they had a thing this year that I saw online where, you know, they would just, like, give away dollar hot dogs, and that got maybe a 1,000 people to the ballpark, and that was a huge deal for them, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's a whole different whole different thing down here. Uh, it was jarring, honestly. It was jarring for me. But uh, I love it. It's, it's infectious. Well, the sport's wonderful. And the people around it, there's just so many characters around it. Tell us about this Barry guy who's getting ready to hang it up at Southern Miss and, and being embedded with them. What, what, what stands out to you about him? Yeah, I mean, a- a- anybody who's been around Scott knows that he's, he's a baseball lifer, right? He's, you know, he's done. He's, he's coached at just about every level that you possibly can and it shows um he 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 loves his kids um you know he's really invested in and and i know it's a cliche but he's really invested in their growth um not only as baseball players but as people um you, you see that uh with how he speaks to them um you know i remember (laughs) One of the, one of the scenes that I included in my story about that that when I was embedded with him was, you know, he's he's walking back after a press conference with uh, one of his pitchers and an outfielder, and the, the, the pitcher is, is Will Armistead. You could tell during the press conference that he was just terrified, right? Um, <laughs> but you know, he he was eloquent. He spoke clearly. He actually 
you know, g- gave some, some good quotes, and they're walking back, and, and they're just kind of debriefing the press conference. And Scott is, you know, praising him for fighting through being nervous, for slowing it down. Um, he's promising to tell everybody that he did great. You know, like, that's what Scott Berry is. He's not, you know, okay, are you hitting 350? It's, okay, how are you growing as a person? Um, I think is probably the best way that I can say it. So that's really what I noticed, first and foremost, uh, in, in my week with them. Last year, they, they had a rather disappointing ending to their season, which is irony for you because you're, you're on both beats. Or, yeah, or, yeah. And so yeah. the, the, the old Miss side of things and then the Southern Miss side of things, how many members of last year's team um, are back for more? What, what would you say, like, percentage-wise? Can you give us an idea of how many of those guys went through that last year? Yeah, the, the majority of them, especially of, you know, the, the contributors um, lineup-wise. Mm-hmm. So seven or six, depending on who plays left field, um, members of the lineup uh, were starters for them last year. Um, so you look at their rotation. Um, they lost two of those guys, but they keep the best one, that's, that's Tanner Hall. Um, their bullpen is probably where there's been the most turnover, but without having done the math, I'd say 60% of those guys were here for that total, um, and that percentage grows, you know, if we're talking about the guys who contribute regularly. Because Evan Russell was on with us yesterday, who played on Tennessee's super team last year, caught, and he joins us once a week on here. And Evan Russell said that, he believes that one of the lessons they learned was that that veteran Notre Dame team just understood in the moment what it was going to take to get out of Knoxville last year when they shocked the Vols. He said, and we didn't take that seriously. We, we were, we, in, in, at the time, he said personally, he didn't appreciate how valuable that was going to be for them. And he said that that's, something that kind of uh, concerns him about this weekend uh, from a Tennessee point of view. You know, when Tennessee's a Vegas favorite to get out, and Tennessee's got these mighty arms and all this stuff, all this firepower Tennessee has, I'd like your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm with him on that. You know, it's if you include this year in the Southern Miss lineup, there are 22 years of starting experience, right? This is, a, this is an old team and they play like it they're smart um you know and and you see it when they face adversity right so you know i i was with them for uh the conference tournament as well um and in a game against troy who cracked a regional uh had a six to three lead and eighth um you know and they blow it they make two errors just really bad errors they blow it you know but uh, they come back, they win the game, right? They lose to Sanford to open um, their regional. Uh, you know, they, they win three straight to set up that decider with Penn, where they go down 5-1 to one in the fourth inning and immediately in the bottom of that inning tie the game, you know? So this is a team that has dealt with that really well. 
Um, and, and I think, you know, that's, that's the veteran leadership that they have. Um, you know, there's, uh, you look at a guy like Danny Lynch, he's been there since, you know, 1950 at this point, right? Uh, he plays third base for them. Really important voice. Um, you know, it's, it's, and they've grown together, right? Like, you know, this is a program that prior to last season hadn't won a regional since 2009. They'd been in plenty, but, you know, they, they haven't, hadn't gotten over that hump. They get over that hump last year. Um, and, you know, they, they don't quite get it done in the super regional, but they get that experience. And now here they are, you know, with it, with a chance to do it again. Yeah. And that's, that's a major concern. Um, they learned how to win a little bit last year, to your point. They were really resourceful in that over the weekend once they got in that loser bracket. And that's no easy test. And people say, well, you know, Penn's not very good. And, you know, hey, they had to come from four back in that game in the fifth yep. inning. I mean, that was a hell of a comeback. And they were hitting balls where Penn wasn't. They were putting balls in play. And you know what I couldn't figure out watching that game from – just a perspective of wanting to see Tennessee to host because uh, we wanted Penn to win was why Penn's manager left that kid on the mound to just drown. It was really strange, really bad managing, wasn't it? It was, you know, and it, it's it's hard because, look, I mean, as much as I research and, and try to know things about who Southern Miss is playing, like, I don't know who Penn's got to come in after that kid, right? But you know, they, they bring in their ace, and I think they used another kid who had started for them already that weekend as well after that. Um, they didn't pitch great, but, yeah, that, that was that was tough. You, you could see him. He was tired, you know. Um, His face was all red. He was like, get yeah. me out of here. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, was, he was tired. So, yeah, that was a weird one. But, you know, to, to your point, right, like, this is, again – I spent this. I cover Ole Miss as well, so I spent this season watching a lot of SEC teams. Yep. Um, you know, Southern Miss would not be out of place in the SEC. It's you know, I'm not going to tell you that they'd go 22 and eight and win the league, but that's that's a team that would stay afloat in the SEC. So, you know, it's 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 that like, okay, Tennessee is an SEC team. They're going to go on the road and just you know wipe the floor with whoever. Don't really buy it in, in, in this case. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun, man. I'm re- I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting year. Two things really concern me uh, from a Tennessee perspective. First of all, the bottom of the lineup for Southern Miss was ripping the cover off the ball this weekend, which is indicative of a yep. team that's which is indicative of a team that's really finding itself. And then the all-league player, nobody could get him out over the weekend. What? Give me the all-league player's name, the, the kid that just was hitting everything. Dustin Dickerson, the shortstop? Yes. Yeah. And, and he's, <laughs> he's a funny one, man, because he's got more home runs. He's a fourth-year junior, okay? So he's got more home runs in this postseason, if you include the Sun Belt Tournament, or as many home runs as he did for the entire rest of his career. <laughs> so he's just raking at the right time. Um, and, you know, as for the bottom of the lineup, uh, they've got a kid that they really discovered, has really come on for them, and Nick Monastere, freshman, second base. He's, he's going crazy. Monastere, you can't yeah. get him out. I mean, he is just yeah. he was a thorn 
for two days in Penn side. Just an absolute thorn. And then the kid that hits ninth was Rodrigo Montenegro. Yep. So timely. Yep. Yeah, he's hitting four hundred. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're all singles, but he's he's hitting four hundred. So uh, the bottom of their lineup, and in between them, you've got Carson Peto, who you know is has struggled for a lot of this year, but is probably a guy you know who has is as likely as any player in that lineup to you know have a, a, a professional career talent wise and you know he, he's starting to come out of it a little bit had a big hit against Penn uh, so yeah it's it's a scary bottom of the lineup if you're Tennessee that's a that's a really deep lineup and that's something that they didn't have last year their lineup was a real problem I keep going back. I've mentioned this a couple times on the air. It's ironic. We were talking about, you know, replaying the sport and this, that, and the other. But I remember when it happened, we were watching it here in the Ramier studio during one of our post-game Garza Law uh, Tennessee after-game call-in shows we do. And uh, that Grand Slam home run that they didn't allow for Southern Miss last year was I, was outrageous, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do think, I do think it was foul. But to your point just took, took the whole the air out of the building right it was you know such an emotional swing you think you've had this enormous hit and i think uh that that ended in a strikeout if i'm remembering correctly um so you go from four runs to nothing and yeah it's you know but the southern miss never after that never got off the ground in that regional right they or that super regional they never looked like they were going to win it um, I, I really do think just just the emotions of that, you know, really big high and immediate crash down, uh, you know, really hurt them. So yeah, that that was that was wild. People still talk about that, no doubt. So um, I thought it was I thought it was a fair ball, personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from my seat, I absolutely thought the same. Um, I, I we had a uh, we had we had a couple people. Um, you know, roving reporters. We sent one of them out to talk to the fans. They were like, "Yeah, it was foul." So, wow. uh, until until yeah, until I got that information, I was as flabbergasted as you were. I was like, "How could they do this?" But yeah, um, just big swing, no doubt. David Ackert, he's with uh, Jackson Clary and Ledger, joining us on the program. We're getting the the lowdown on this Southern Miss club, and again, he was embedded with them. And so really understands the tone and tenor and the DNA of their ball club. I guess when, when they let you inside like that, there are things you can't report and write. But um, what was it like for you? Somebody that's covered the sport for a while to get an opportunity to really go inside. And what would you take away from it? Yeah, it was awesome, first off. I mean, you know, Southern Miss has one of the best sports information directors out there, Jack Duggan, just a brilliant guy. Um, you know, I, but it's, uh, I think the biggest, the thing that surprised me most was how little is said, right? Because, you know, when we're sports writers, what's, what's the, the one question every sports writer asks after a team comes back at halftime or right? in the second half of a football game is what did you say at halftime? Right. And, the answer to that question is almost always nothing. <laughs> you know, there, there's not, uh, in Southern Miss's case anyway, there's not like these big, grandiose speeches going around. Scott Barry is not, you know, giving 
five pep talks a day. Um, you know, it's, it's, that really was what surprised me the most is these guys just go about their business. Like, you know, they'll, they'll huddle before the game and, and talk for a few, a few seconds, but it's not, you know, there, it, it's not, okay, let's have a discussion at breakfast. Let's have a discussion on the team bus, let's have a discussion here. It's not, it's not like that. Um, and, and maybe that's the product of this being, you know, an older team as we've kind of broken down. Uh, but this team just knows, knows the expectation. Uh, they know what they got to do. Uh, they're very self-run. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I, what I learned more than anything is, um, not everything is a conversation. Yeah. This Barry guy, um, has had a hell of a run there, right? As an assistant and, and also as the head coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he, he was an assistant under Corky Palmer, who unfortunately uh, passed away last summer, um, went to the College World Series there. Um, he's been there forever, you know. Um, he, he has been to, I think, I think he's won 10 conference titles between tournament and regular season titles uh, since he got the job in 2009. Um you know, he's just been to. He's at the point where he takes him to a regional every year, which, you know, maybe again for for fans of a of, of a Power Five SEC program that might not sound like much, but for you know a quote unquote mid major program where hey, there might only be seven spaces for you know mid major programs in that tournament every year. I think it's it's. Very impressive that Southern Miss is almost always one of them. That takes a remarkable amount of consistency. Um, so, yeah, it's what he's done there is incredible. Um, and he's not doing it with, you know, elite prospects. He's doing it with junior college guys. He's doing it with Mississippi guys. Um, he's developed a staff there. That is just really good, really, really good at developing talent. You look at some of the pitchers that Southern Miss has produced in the last four or five years. Um, it, it's really remarkable. Um, you know, Christian Ostrander is the pitching coach there. He gets a lot of credit for that. He's going to take over for Barry um, at the end of this year. But um, yeah, it, what he's done there is is just remarkable. So, what do you think of the weekend? We're, we're trying to size it up ourselves. Obviously, it's going to be played in front of a huge, raucous crowd, and I do remember that from last year. They had people on top of people on top of people. It looked like Woodstock out there in the outfield. They had people <laughs> on top of people for days. They jammed. I think the number I saw was like 6,700. <clears throat> they jammed into that place, and uh, it looked like an absolute um, uh, violation of every fire code imaginable. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I, I really, I think it's a coin flip, man. I really do. Um, I love Tennessee. Uh, I, I just, some of their arms, um, you know, the, the, the stuff on that Tennessee staff, I think is something that's really going to give Southern Miss problems because I don't think they've seen that. Right. Um, you know, that you look at who they played in the regional Tommy Vale from Auburn has had a great year, but isn't overpowering. Um, you know, they've got midweek guys from Ole Miss and, and Mississippi State. Like, I, I don't know that they've seen ni- upper 90s with wipeout slider, 
you know, like, like what Tennessee is going to be able to, to, to provide um, on a consistent basis anyway. So, you know, and, and Southern Miss, again, they're, they're, I'd put Tanner Hall up there with, with any pitcher in the country. I like their lineup. Um, I really think it's a coin flip. I, I think it's a coin flip. I think it's going to go three. Um, you know, uh, I had picked, we did our, uh, you know, the USA Today Network here did our region-wide prediction. Um, and I had picked Tennessee kind of assuming that Tennessee would get the regional. <laughs> uh, and, and obviously it, it didn't. Um, so I, I honestly don't know who I think is going to win this. I, I think it's as coin flip as coin flip gets. Why did you think Tennessee was getting the regional? Uh, you know, um, better RPI, uh, probably um, a little bit of okay. We've got SEC program versus non-SEC program here. We know where the committee usually likes to go with those things. Um, yeah, that, you know, uh, that was my guess. Uh, I, I do think that uh, Southern Mist had a case. Um, and I'm, you know, I guess I'm not surprised that they gave it to, to, to Hattiesburg, but if you had asked me beforehand, I, I would guess Knoxville for sure. Brian Hartman, jump in here as we're visiting with David Eckert, who's been kind enough to join us in the Jackson Clarion Ledger. Go ahead, Brian. Plays in the, they, they play in the Sun Belt. Did they face Chase Dolander a couple years ago? Um, well, they, they when he was at Georgia Southern. Yeah, they, they just moved to the Sun Belt this season. Um, okay, so they wouldn't have played him. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, they were they were Conference USA uh, up until uh, last summer. They they made that move. What can um, Tennessee fans are going to make the trip, right? What can they What's expect? No. Tennessee fans are going to make the trip down there. What, what can they expect? And then um, – any idea, like tickets on these aftermarkets are just nuts. Now, Southern Miss has given Tennessee 600 tickets that will be gone for internal use that, that won't see the light of day, which has driven a ticket, like, into outer space. I mean, tickets on, the, um, on these aftermarket sites right now are going for, like, or the asking price is in the high twos, early threes. I mean, is it really going to be that tough a ticket down there? Is it really that important, the sport, to those folks? Short answer, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, again, like, and I get it, right? If you're a Tennessee fan, you see Southern Miss, you think group of five, you know, maybe not the biggest fan base. But when I, and, and, and I had kind of had this when I got down there as well, like, you don't understand how much they care until you get there. Like, and, and it's not like there's 500 people who really care. No, the city really cares. Okay, um, and, and you know, and, and it's not just for for baseball. It, they're like this for football as well. Um, you know, it's it's these people are very proud because you have to remember this is a you know an athletic program that historically on the football side anyway has been able to compete you know with some of the SEC people uh, the SEC programs that are around them okay this is this is not an athletic department and a, and a fan base that views itself as small potato okay and i think that's that's true that that it should be that way um, they have a very proud history 
they have a really good baseball club program. So I guess on the tickets, I, I've seen on Twitter, um, Southern Miss fans, they didn't even release public tickets, right? It's, their, their season ticket holders took them all. So, um, you know, there's been an effort for those season ticket holders who can't go to sell directly to Southern Miss fans and not put it on the secondary market um, for Tennessee fans to get them. Um, so I think that's a factor. But, yeah, um, as far as what they're going to see, I mean, these people are passionate, but, again, they will give you the shirt off their back. Okay, so this is going to be, you know, despite whatever nonsense you might see on Twitter or Facebook, you know, arguing back and forth, like, these people will have a beer with, with Tennessee fans. They'll probably buy a beer for Tennessee fans. Okay. Um, it's going to be a really fun, positive um, atmosphere. Um, and I think the Tennessee fans that go down there are probably going to be a little bit surprised by, by what they find. Yeah, it's going to be hotter than hell. It's going to be so hot there, man. Do you, you being a Pennsylvania kid, when you were there, did you get used to that? I mean, that heat, I'm looking at that forecast, Saturday 92, like uh, whatever percent chance of thunder showers. It, it, does it rain all the time there, or is there always a chance of, of storms there? Is that just part, of, part and parcel of living there? Yeah. Um, there's a reason that the, the field is turf. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it rains this time of year. It's going to rain every day. It might only be for ten minutes, but you know it's going to feel like the world is collapsing for those ten minutes. And uh, you know, but yeah, it's. I did not get used to it. <laughs> um, I think between the months of June and August, um, I did my absolute very best to stay inside between the hours of like eleven and five. <laughs> I'm just not going to deal with it. Um, but. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Um, it's going to be – I did see the rain in the forecast. Hopefully that doesn't give us any scheduling concerns. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be brutal. Yeah, and that's – I'm looking at that forecast, and then I was looking at the, the, the you know, the advanced forecast, and I'm going, it rains every day. <laughs> yep. So yeah. I, guess, I guess it's got to cool itself off because – I would imagine the heat index there in a jam-packed stadium with temperatures in the 90s. I would pay you $300 not to sit in that. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be really enjoying my very plush air-conditioned press box. I will say that. <laughs> well, you say it's a coin flip. After watching Southern Miss fight their way out of that Auburn regional, I would say you're probably right. I'd say this is going to be a really interesting series. And uh, to me, this is me, game one, if Tennessee can get that game with their ace on the mound, would be borderline checkmate for the Vols with the pitching depth the Vols have. Of course, it's baseball, and you never know. But, man, that would be a huge get if, they, if the Vols can get game one. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm actually I'm writing a story right now kind of about that. Um, you know, the Southern Miss has to win Tanner Hall start. They have to, period. Um, I don't, I mean, I would assume he would go game one, but he did pitch um, on, on Monday um, on short rest, so they might hold him. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, they have to win Tanner Hall's start. Um, you look at the guys they've got behind him. Uh, Billy Oldham 
pitching really well right now, uh, but you know he's a, he's a Division three transfer. He doesn't have you know the best stuff. He's going to locate really well and live on the corners, and that's what he's going to do. But he's not going to overpower you. And then you look at uh, you know their their Sunday guy has been Matt Adams, who's been okay, not exceptional. So you know. Um, I, I do think they really have to get that Tanner Hall start. You're right. Yeah, you get that. And so we have no idea pitching-wise what – because you know what Tennessee's going to do, one, two, three. Yep. It's coin flippy in terms of what they do there, you feel like, or do you feel like they're just going to insert Tanner Hall on Saturday? Like what are the chances Tanner Hall starts Saturday in your mind? 75%. I could see him doing something else. I could. Um, not because of – you know, mind games or trying to find a matchup. I, I think it, it's based on him having pitched and maybe thrown 123 pitches in his start to start the regional and coming back and pitching two innings on short rest. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to try to give him some extra time. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I would say it's probably going to be Hall, but you never know. You never know. Hey, really excellent. Do you have any questions as you work on this stuff for, for the series? Do you have any questions about Tennessee for us here uh, on the way yeah. out today, David? I'm interested in their bullpen, right? I mean, how has their bullpen performed? Um, you know, it, it's hard to just find bullpen stats. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Southern Miss has several guys who have been excellent, Um who have kind of covered for starters who haven't been able to go deep into the game. Um, you know, they've gotten three, four, five innings of scoreless ball from single relievers in this postseason. So I'm curious if Tennessee can, can match that. Well, I think that uh, Tennessee has an embarrassment of riches mm-hmm. in their bullpen. Uh, Halverson would be, uh, who's a transfer from Missouri, would be a um, – would be a Friday starter for some schools in this town. He wasn't Missouri when he was there. Uh, the other night, just to give you an idea, the Clemson game, which is an absolute instant classic in college baseball, Clemson used 11 pitchers while Tennessee used three. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee didn't do that out of desperation. They did that because that's just the depth and the quality of the staff that they have since they, when they took chase Burns and moved him to the back of their bullpen, it just gives Tennessee such a position of power. But you also have uh, Camden soul in there. Who's a, a crafty kid. Who's a fifth year player who was going to walk away, but a COVID gave him an opportunity and they presented him with a, with a really uh, good opportunity in terms of, uh, helping him to start his new life after baseball and um, coupled with playing baseball here, and he decided to come back. He bolsters their staff, uh, and there are just so many other. Uh, Brian, what's the freshman's name from Nashville who threw the final uh, final inning the other day? He had like A.J. Russell. A.J. Russell went out. I and think. See- and see, Frank Anderson here, as you know, is a highly decorated pitching coach in the sport. And this Russell kid came to Tennessee as, I don't want to say a throw-in, but he wasn't ballyhooed like some of these guys are. Mm-hmm. And 
he just went out against Charlotte the other day. I mean, I'll tell you a quick story. I'm sitting in here getting ready for our postgame show, and I usually allow myself about seven minutes for the top of an inning. So I'm in here doing this, getting this ready, getting the music ready. getting. By the time he got the outs, I didn't have any music. <laughs> I mean, this kid didn't break a sweat. And, and he's indicative of what they have in their bullpen. They have arm on top of arm, left, right. Um, you know, I don't know if the numbers will tell that story, but their bullpen, can there be a better one in college baseball? The question with Tennessee in terms of how they're going to function there is will they perform defensively? And in particular, will their defense on the infield hold up? Because I saw a Southern Miss team that puts the ball in play, puts mm-hmm. the ball on the ground, hits to all fields, um, kind of like that Penn team. Penn and Southern Miss were both hitting the ball. They were just kind of hitting it where it was pitched. And at times, Tennessee's been a little leaky at third, a little leaky at shortstop, a little leaky at second base. And so that's something for your from your perspective to kind of watch. When the Vols are going bad, or going badly, I should say, uh, it it generally happens on the infield defense. So that's kind of their Achilles heel with this ball club. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that will be something to watch. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be a different, um, you know, a, a different surface for them with the turf. I, I mean, if anything, I imagine that probably helps a little bit. Yeah. The truer hops. Yeah, they play on uh, turf here. They they have the same field here. Okay. Yeah. In fact, yep. you'll like this. So we were doing a show earlier in the year, and I texted Tony, and it was raining. And I said, is the game still on for today? He said, genius. We play on turf. Where have you been? How many cancellations have we had, genius? So, David Eckert, you're the man. The one fault you have, because you've had a flawless performance here, but you can't change the fact that you're a New York Mets fan. Uh, it's. I just don't want to talk about them right now. You know, they're just, they're, they're killing me. Uh, it's brutal. But, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, last year, me and my brother were talking last night. We were at a game because my son son going to school up there, so I'm, I'm up there in August. We were at that Mets series where the Mets did a takeover of the Phillies Park. Mm-hmm. And if you'd have told me that day that that Mets team we were seeing that was streaking in the summer last year was going to crash and burn and the Phillies were going to go to the World Series, I would have given you every dollar in my bank account to tell I would have bet you every dollar that I owned, and maybe even future earnings, that that was uh, never going to happen, which I guess is why we love baseball. Yep, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's, uh, again, you know, they do love a collapse. So oh, they love a collapse I, in New York. They, yeah. It speaks to them. It speaks to their ethos. The Mets are, you know... <laughs> The Mets are what they are since 1961, yep. my good friend. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I have a, uh, I, if folks want to interact with you, David, or read your stuff, how do they do so? And I appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. How do they interact with you? Tell folks how they can find oh, you, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, fine, yeah, man. you can go. You can uh, read my stuff um, at clarionledger.com or hattiesburgamerican.com. It's available in both places. You can uh, find me on Twitter, uh, David Eckert ninety eight. Um, I'll be posting a lot of bad jokes. So, hey man, be blessed. All right, thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot. See you guys. All right, David Eckert, one more time. 
Tennessee's going to face a veteran baseball team, and nobody this time of the year is going to hand you anything. And Evan Russell said, you know, I'm looking at their deal. And I got to tell Ev, he was right. Cinco Evan had a – Evan had that thing sussed out because this is a veteran ball club, which, you know, uh, going to be a tough draw for the Vols. going to be tough. You got to earn it, man. You're going to get to Omaha. You got to earn it. Got to play. Got to play. Got to continue to defensively, Sean, play very well this weekend. Yeah, a couple good things. Uh, the turf field uh, should be welcome. Um, we're used to it. We're used to uh, not, you know, the accommodation you have to make for sliding into second. Um, we're used to the, the hops, though we've not been a great defensive team. We're better. Uh, so that's good. Um, I'd have to think that, the, you know, if they don't like the cold and wind of Missouri, then you got to love the hot and humidity, heat and humidity of Mississippi. Um, or you are a fair weather player. And so that's good. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I liked what Evan said yesterday about the fact that he didn't give a number, but 90% of the home runs that the balls hit in, in Lindsey Nelson are going out of any stadium. And the fact that, you know, some of our guys over the past couple of years may have, you know, may have tried to put a little more oomph into it to get it over the fence, and in, and instead they they messed up their swing. Um, I, I think we'll see the, see the same type of fireworks. Um, I just I don't know. I, I kind of I appreciate the fact that uh, they have the Hall kid is good, but he's not better than Paul Skeens. He's not better than the kid we saw at Clemson. He's not better than Chase Dolander, Burns, or Lindsey, and so. Our guys go down there battle-tested and ready to rumble, so to speak. That doesn't mean we'll win, but we've done the preparation. As Doug Matthews said a long time ago about football in the SEC, and I think it, I think that travels over to, to baseball, if you can make it through the SEC in baseball, you can play with anybody anywhere. And I, and I believe that, I, I believe the, the baseballs are going to represent. Great opportunity, 865-200-5402. Now that we've gotten over the angst and the anger and this and that of not hosting, which I thought it was very interesting that David Eckert, who was embedded with Southern Miss, had to pick, they did a deal, picks panel kind of thing, first glance. He picked the Vols, assuming that deal was going to be in Knoxville. Now he says coin flip when you go on the road, which he, he, he might have a good point there. He might have a good point there. Plus, Tennessee, you know, has been very – they were very good their last couple series. But, you know, they're always a little bit invent of an adventure when they go on the road. Plus, to Sean's point, the bigger ballpark, um, you know. What do you think? 865-200-5402. Also, on the other side, as we open up for the first time today, how about the bomb dropped on the golf world yesterday? I want to get into that. And what it may mean for other American sports, because it's not going to stop there. One of the one of the House of Saud people was on um, CNBC yesterday when they were announcing the merger with Live PGA and and the the other World Tour, which totally flies in the face, by the way, of what was said by the PGA for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And Brandel Chambly last night on the Golf Channel, refused to sing out of the same hymnal as some of the other people. He was not playing nice. 
He was using words like betrayal, sellout, and he's allowed to because he was highly critical of the guys that jumped to live. Me, I wasn't highly critical of those people because I live in the real world. There's a reason that Texas A&M, Texas, and Oklahoma are all going to be in the Southeastern Conference. It's not because they love tradition. It's called money. It's called M-O-N-E-Y. It's called PAPA. It's called Benjamin. And we got to quit fooling ourselves. These are professional sports. And college are professional sports now. College sports. High school is going to be professionalized soon with NIL. And those kids at that age getting paid. You think we're going to have a warped out society? Uh, maybe. Maybe. But we'll come back. I, I want to get into that. And then 865-200-5402. We will continue hour number two after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, shook up, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling, live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. TV back with you, 865-200-5402. As we welcome you back, absolutely outstanding day to be alive and well with you. Day number, uh, uh, wow, it's wild, man. So we're doing a listener watch party on Saturday. Check the date, check the date, check the date for the first game for Tennessee's uh, first game in the Super Regional. Here's my question for you guys, since it rains every day down there and we have storms in the air. And I don't know why they would didn't consider that before awarding these people this deal. That sounds like a logistical nightmare with the lightning policy uh, and the fact that thunder showers are in the forecast. Should we just go ahead and schedule the first delay, Sean, for Saturday's game? I think, uh, if nothing else, I would, as a staff for Tennessee, I would have, you know, have thought about that and thought about how we're going to handle delays, how we're going to, are we, you know, what kind of what kind of food are we going to have, et cetera, et cetera, just to make sure so you don't get caught off guard. Yeah. 
And then the other thing, you Brian, know what? The, go ahead, Brian. Is what what really stinks is if Chase Dolander's on or the starting pitcher is on for us, and it's in the third inning, Tennessee's up two zero, and he's rolling. The starting pitcher is, and then there's a lightning delay that takes five hours. That's right. That exactly really right. would suck. That's exactly right, and that's what you're up against here. Well, they'd have the same. They'd have the same disadvantage without it. Without the same quality of pitchers. That's the point. They would trade theirs for ours in any situation. The the commanding edge Tennessee has, though, in this series, Sean, is the depth of that bullpen. When when that gentleman was asking me about, and I always love to ask those beat guys, hey, do you have any questions about our our team? And he said, what about Tennessee's bullpen? Those numbers are so murky, and they don't tell the whole story. And I was like, man, it's embarrassing how good Tennessee's bullpen is. It's embar- I mean, they have so many arms, so many choices. We do. We talked about that early on um, when they were, you know, we were number two um, uh, in the country preseason. And, uh, you know, we all, including Tony, said that hey, he, he tried to get out in front of it and said, hey, that number is based on what we've done before, not what we're doing now, not who's on the team now. And he was right. Uh, but we also talked about how this team, uh, though not as stacked as last year's team, was built better than last year's team to go further in a tournament because of the depth of the quality arms. I mean, when you can go, when you can go, Halverson, nobody knew if he was going to uh, be around this year. Um, and then you go, and nobody, I mean, there were some, there were some whispers from Vitell and everything. He, he came on the show and he's, you asked him, who don't we know about uh, that we will know about? And he said, well, Andrew Lindsay's a dude, even though he didn't pitch last year. Those, those were his words. Well, he is a dude. And he's come on to be a, as good a Friday night starter as there is in the league, not named Paul Skeens. Um, and so, but both of those guys yep. are just showing up. And then you got Burns, who's, I don't care what anybody says, he embraced that role against Clemson. He owned that role. That role. And then, you know, we noticed that, you know, there's some stories, I guess Brent Hubbs has talked about, there are some stories that this past weekend that, you know, Andrew Lindsay went to the, um, went to the uh, coaching staff and said, hey, you know, if, if I don't pitch against Charlotte in that first game, we are going to have some issues. Well, that's, and then when Burns comes out, you know, after I'm, you know, pitching like a starter, almost 100 pitches, and anytime Tony comes out, there's a pitching change. Yep. He comes out and he basically got a forearm shiver and he walked his little, you know, pies on rear end back to the dugout. Well, you know what? That's not disrespect. That's exactly what you want to hear from your dudes going into a battle like that. And uh, these guys are embracing their role. You don't know who it's going to be. Um, I certainly would. I, I think it's time for Maui Ahuna to stand up and be the player we think he can be. Um, but, you know, even, you know, Hunter, Hunter Inslee got a quality at bat, you know, at the end of the game after after just having a miserable night. Um, a guy we, you know, our... You take a look. I was comparing, you know, Skeens and Tommy White were first-team All-Americans. Those were two guys that gave us a shot uh, in the transfer portal yes. last year. Yes. And it just so happened a coincidence that uh, when um, 
uh, our AD kind of put the kibosh on NIL. Uh, they went to LSU. I'm not saying that he caused them to go there, nor am I saying that they would have been here uh, if not for his it, Danny White's input. I'm not saying that. Um, but our, and we talked about ours being uh, Rick Barnes transfers. But let me tell you what: without Lindsey, we're not where we are. Uh, without, uh, and I've always liked. I liked him when he was at Alabama. Without Zane Denton, we sure as heck aren't where we are now. And on and on. Uh, so um, this team's growing up right before uh, our our eyes. And, you know, it may have been silly a week ago to, to reference Mississippi State, who we run-ruled uh, in the SEC tournament, and they go on, and Ole Miss, who were an embarrassment in the SEC, and go on to win it. I'm not saying the precedent has been set, but it's not a far cry to say that, hey, watch out for Tennessee. As you said, don't invite Tennessee to the party. Don't let them get hot. Unless you want to see how they dance. Yeah, don't let them get hot. Because I'm going to tell you something. This LSU team, if Tennessee gets through this thing, LSU does not want to see them in Omaha. They do not. I can promise you that. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. Question is, how do you think they'll perform? Let me, go this, let me do this live thing real quick. So that shocked everybody. And then you heard, if you were, if you saw the CNBC interview, the Saudi guy said, "Hey, look, we're in the soccer market now, the world football market. They're buying players. Sean will tell you that they're buying players, and they're going to buy more of them because money talks, and they're offering insane amounts of money to people. And by the way, they have all the money. We have billionaires here. They got trillionaires. I mean, they got more money than anybody." They were going to bleed the PGA Tour dry, basically, is the inside story on that thing, with litigation. And they said, hey, we'll hang out. We'll just, we'll watch you guys spend umpteen million in lawyer fee, Or you can just, we can just force something here and you let us in. And just like that, the fact that it was all that blood money and beheading people and this, that, and the other and cutting up. Khashoggi and all that's all that stuff goes out the window. And yesterday, the commissioner of the PGA Tour is making nice with them. It was to some people, it was disgusting. To me, it's life. I said when those guys were signing that everybody has a price. It's truth. It's reality. Do not be surprised if they get involved or start their own rival football league, start their own rival basketball league, come over here and get involved in Major League Baseball in some way, shape, or form. Well, Tony, have you seen who they're who they're bringing over in soccer right now? Who's that? Messi. Well, well, Messi may go to Miami, but they Cristiano Ronaldo's being paid $200 million. They just took an aging N'Golo Conte from Chelsea, yep. and they're going to pay him a hundred million uh, euros or hundred million dollar equivalents in uh, for one year. Uh, they're bringing Benzema from Real Madrid. There you go. Uh, they're trying to do everything because they they they're owned by the state, and they just print money with oil. Yep. And so they can keep doing that, and um, and they are very much like the old USFL. And here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. USFL had millionaires. 
and they had a limit on how much money they were willing to lose, and they said, we're folding our cards when they couldn't force, force an antitrust suit in early 1986. These guys here, they got all the money in the world, literally. So here's the thing. The NBA already does business with China. You can sit there and go, oh, you know, I'm so good. Uh, China is a China is a murderous thug regime. They are what they are. They're like, I mean, those people at the top, they don't care. They don't care. And we're doing business with them. And the NBA, go back and look at what LeBron James said about China. He, they're not going to decry those people. So, so, And that's what I said at the time when it came to the Saudi thing. You know, you got to get real here and look at the world you're living in. My wife is so heartbroken over it. PGA Tour, can I watch it? And I don't blame her. There are people that are going, it'll never be the same. You're right. It'll never be the same. Just a matter of time before they're involved in the NBA. Except for just maybe the Masters. Maybe that's just, it. Just a matter of time before they're involved in the NHL. Just a matter of time before they're involved in the NFL. A buddy of mine hung up on me last night. He goes, no, they tried that once with the USFL. I said, it's just a matter of time. If they wanted to start their own rival football league, Sean's telling you what they're doing in, 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 uh, in, in the football market, the European football market. It's just a matter of time. If they wanted to start their own NFL, they would have guys that would cross the line in a heartbeat for life-changing money. Major stars. They would do it. No, they wouldn't, Tony. No, they, they believe in, no, they, they're, they're off of the shield. No, they're not. Are you kidding? Let's go to the phones. That's reality. Look at the Premier League. And that's reality. Hey, they, they want to give me $100 million to go fix teeth over there for a year. I'm gone. Hello. Look at the uh, man It's the truth. What Sean just said is the truth. People say, well, you guys don't have any morals. You don't believe in anything. That's not true. Do you shop at Walmart? Okay. I'm just checking. I mean, come on. Where, where do you draw the line? Greg Norman said it last year. He said, you know, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, it sounds good on paper. And he was right, by the way. He said how many of their businesses that support the PGA Tour are doing business with the with the fam, with the sods you know what the, you know what the answer is a lot of them a lot of them it's just it's the truth now it's an inconvenient it's a dirty truth and it might be disgusting to you but it is the truth back to the phones we go hello and welcome in we got that we got Tennessee baseball we got the fact that the win totals at nine now for football, and the Saturday Down South people wrote a hit piece on uh, Nick Saban and how he was the chief impediment to that three plus six model, which is beautiful. Expose him. And I was on with SEC Mike today, and I was singing his praises today because SEC Mike, I'll be in his latest podcast, called that a week and a half before anybody else was talking about it. He said they're going to go eight games. Watch. He was telling the truth. Hello and welcome into our next call. Morning, Hey, Philly. Welcome in, buddy. Are you Sean and Ron doing? Philly doing great. Have you seen where really, Ganey, really. have you seen where uh, Charlotte has a hoops opening and Ganey's one of their um, 
one of their main uh, targets right now. He's in the mix and in oh, the hunt. Really? I didn't know that. That's a have to check that out. Would he be a big loss? Sink? Would he be a big loss, Philly? Yeah, I mean he's he's got, uh, I guess a third of their recruits, hasn't he? He sure does. He's very good at it too. He finds guys from the Carolinas can really play. I tell you this, I'm not telling Charlotte what to do. I don't know they can make a better hire than that guy. He's got the Midas touch, man, in the Carolinas. Wonder if it take a sign with him too. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh. Guys, uh, is there any way Danny White can go over in Saudi Arabia and then get some Saudis over here to help finance our NIL? Well, see, that's the other thing. If they decided they want to get involved in college football, you think these pigs in college football, um, uh, Phil, would turn them down? Would turn down Saudi money? <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly what I think. Tony, I saw where uh, George's uh, tops in the country in NIL, and we're fourth. And that, is that right? I wouldn't doubt that. It just means more. Just think if we spent more, we, we could finally beat them? Oh, I don't know about any of that. Because sometimes the big spenders aren't always the winners. Look at Texas and Texas A&M. Yeah, but look at Georgia. Well, Georgia, Georgia was doing it before, during, and after, though. But they were probably, truth is, on the black market in recruiting, they were probably spending out your wazoo at one point. Well, they got a base of uh, football players that no other SEC venue have, really. I mean, nope, and they have for years. Don't, don't yep. have a base like that. You know what, Phil? They were always a team we would just scratch our heads and go, "How are they not winning?" Always. Remember, Sean, back in the '90s, we would all shake our heads and go, "How are they not winning?" I remember that one year we got Grant, Cozy Coleman, and um, uh, Jamal Lewis off. One year out of their state, off one, and they all played in an all-star game. And we were all watching that, going, "What is Georgia doing?" Cinco, this was going to happen eventually once they got the right person. Once they got the right person, that's just like uh, Florida will be back once they get the right person. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're not going too many players. Once they get once they get Moses out of there, they're not going. But uh, hey, here's something that just came over. I I hope I didn't. I'm hope I'm not being redundant on the show, but. Uh, number one in your heart, number 13 in your program, Olivier Kamwat has committed to Michigan. Boom. So he replaces huh. the uh, the kid that left, the Dickerson kid that hurt us, who's now at Kansas. Kansas, Kansas yeah. I stopped myself yeah. before I said it. Kansas, yep. But, uh, well, good luck to Olivier. I, I didn't think he was going there. He was there, and then they were going to go to Baylor, and then West Virginia. I mean, I guess you go where the highest NIL is, don't you? Sure. That's the way it is now. Sure. And what I would tell Michigan if I appeared on one of their shows or appeared with one of their people is enjoy his five games. Because <laughs> you're going to get five great ones out of him. You're going to get five games where he's going to look like an absolute world beater, and I would say savor all five of them. Yeah. And well, just conf- it, it, you know what? It, it confirms what you said earlier. Uh, and of course, nobody remembers it. But when you said that Sante was the only one that was welcome back, that's right. Now the caveat on scholarship, um, but he's the only one that was welcome back. And there's there's no way Olivier is going to Michigan with a chance to play at Tennessee. No Sorry. way. They they called them all in and said, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Time for you to get on with your life. And how about Triple J Philly coming back, man? 
How about that? Just out of nowhere on those guys. Well, I mean, he'll be out of, if he's healthy, he, he might help him. Uh, but if he's not healthy, I hope he's a, play, he's like an aggregator on the system over there. You know what I'm saying? Well, but I think he wants to be a coach anyway. I I I think I think that's a good read on that. I think he's either going to really help them or he's going to be kind of a bit player for them. But I think it's really interesting that he just decided that this is the path I'm going to take. He did not want to get out of his own comfort zone. A couple people on the staff were just, they marveled at how afraid of getting out of his own comfort zone the kid was, while the other guys were finding other places to play. What happened to Euros, by the way, guys? Does he Did he go somewhere in the portal? Have we seen? No. He's going in, uh, overseas and play. Okay. Basketball, isn't he? Going to go play. Okay. Good for him. Or he's getting wrestling. He ought to go to WWE. He'd be absolutely perfect for it. He's got the personality for it. He's got the body for it. He could absolutely do that. No doubt about it. Sean, are we taking a little bump in the road in uh, football recruiting right now? Georgia, a guy we were going to commit to us, and now Georgia's uh, involved. And the guy out of Missouri, the edge rusher, and then uh, Clemson got that linebacker. Or we're just, uh, it's just it's what it is in recruiting. <clears throat> Phil, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, you got the kid out of Georgia that committed to USC. Uh, let's see if that holds up. I, you got a, you got a kid from Georgia who goes and gets a taste of Hollywood, uh, and and I get that. We've seen that before here. Or goes to UCLA. I guess kid out of uh, Martin or somewhere around there did that two decades ago. But all of a sudden, he's going to be playing in the Big Ten. Uh, he's going to be playing at, uh, he's going from, he's going to be playing at 11 in the morning, central time, I mean, at Eastern time. Um, we'll see if that holds up, especially if, and remember, he hasn't come on it. That was his first official visit. He was here unofficially. Um, those, uh, those distances seem to close when, when signing day comes around and mama wants you back. Now he may end up somewhere else and not Tennessee, but let's just see about that. Um, Sammy Brown, I don't think, was ever coming to Tennessee. I think the surprise is that he went to Clemson and not Georgia. Uh, but, no, I think we're still positioned very well uh, in recruiting. We got, uh, you know, our recruiting uh, official visits come later in the month and after a kid's been to a couple places. So I think we're fine. I don't, the uh, wide receivers, we're going to sign J.J. Harrell. Okay, okay, dude, you want to go play at Ole Miss? Uh, I hear you. Bolitnikoff winner just went, you know, three receivers the past couple of years. Okay. You know, whatever. He, and he may come back, but I don't worry about receivers or tight ends or running backs in this offense. We're, we're, we're still in good shape, Phil. Well, that's good. Uh, I think the floor is nine and three, guys. Really do. That's the number in Circa. Nine. I agree with you, Phil. I totally agree with you. And the key will be Joe Milton, how good of a season we have. I totally agree with that too, and I don't know, I don't know where I'm at on him. Well, uh, Hoff will get the most out of him. Oh, no doubt. Real good coach. No doubt about uh, it. Guys, all Tennessee can uh, go down there. I agree. I agree with what Tony said earlier. I got first games to key the series. If Tennessee wins that first game, they're going to win the series. Yep. And if they lose the first game, they can still win the series because they have the pitching depth to do so. But if they win the first game, they're going to do what Brian said, which is they're going to put their foot on those guys and they're going to knock them out. They're going to choke them out on Sunday afternoon. Well, it's like Notre Dame coming here last year to win that first game. You see what happened? Oh, it's huge. 
You know, I think that, I don't know if you've talked about it previously, Tony, forgive me if you have, but was it McKenzie Milton, McKenzie, the kid, uh, the former uh, uh, hypo quarterback down at Central Florida that's just come on as a, the, as a quality analysis or analyst or say, I think that's an incredible hire. You got a kid that's just out of college that knows the system, mm. but still is within a year or two of Joe Milton uh, has has been in the fire, mm. has been in the huddle, knows what Joe's looking at or knows uh, could. It's a difference between someone that's uh, your coach or the head coach saying this, this, look at this on film. Then uh, someone like uh, McKenzie, who is, I think it's Milton, but McKenzie nonetheless, that uh, uh, comes in, he was at Florida State recently after his horrific knee injury, and comes and says, hey, Joe, I'll tell you what I had a lot of success with. On this play, look for your check down. Hey, do this, do this. And uh, it's just a different voice. I think it's a – and then not only that, is you get during practice – when, when all the reps are with Milton, you got this kid who's done the same stuff over there with Nico. Going, hey, Nico, watch this. Okay, we're standing here. This is what I might do. This is what I did. I know it looks good, but I got, I got picked off here against XYZ. Learn from my mistake. I, I think it's, it hasn't been talked about much, but I think that's an incredible hire. One more thing, guys, I got off here. Tony, I was down at Copper Cellar a couple of weeks ago, and it's uh, it's sad that the that's closing down down there. I've had a lot of good memories of that place. Absolutely, Phil. The entire strip for the young kids. I wish you could have experienced Cumberland Avenue when it was the UT strip because it is now, and they did it by design. They choked out the businesses down there when they went to one lane, one lane, one lane. They just said, "We're choking everybody out here." That's what they did. Well. Look all we got at the mayor. See you. All a bunch of, uh, and it's all a bunch of apartments. It's all it, you know. And you, we can go back. The, the the heart and soul of Cumberland Avenue when I was a kid and down there and what it is now, it's, you, you talk about two different worlds. You could walk up and down the strip and have live bands playing all up and down the strip, several places to go, vibrant place, two lanes both ways, wide open, I'm incredibly fun on a Friday night. Now, one lane each way. Just choke everybody out. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. Tony Basilio Show. It is a Wednesday. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. It's Holly. Hey, Holly. Great to talk to you. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but since you brought up the um, the strip, I have yeah. to put my two cents in. It's heartbreaking to me. I, I was thinking about... Um, the copper seller. I was one of the lucky people when I was in college. I was one of the first people that uh, they practiced uh, serving a meal down in the cellar when they wow. Practiced. And it was so good, and I've loved it ever since. That's then. so neat. So you remember uh, the they had the out because Mike Chase told me about this. They had like an entrance where it was like a cellar door almost kind of thing, and you had to go down that okay. way. You went down the steps, and, I mean, you were in the basement. It wasn't a big room. And it yeah. And had this big coffee urn thing, and uh, and it was it was fabulous. The only reason I got to do that was I was good friends with a, a policeman that his his beat was the um, um, 
the strip because I worked at uh, Carnes Drugstore when I was in college. Oh, wow. And so I guess they were looking for people, you know, to practice on, and I got to do that. And it was wonderful. And so I'm heartbroken. It's gone and all these crazy apartments. Uh, but, you know, that just segues into it. It's all about money. Everything's about money. And so they're going to run the strip and, you know, life goes on. It just yeah. it just happens. So, but uh, anyway, um, and I I was on a conference call, so if, I, if this has already been discussed, just tell me to stop. But I'm worried. I always get worried about, you know, way games, and especially something that's important. What I'm worried about is the emotional side. Those That bunch down at Southern Miss, they're crazy baseball people. I mean, big time crazy because that's about all they've got there. That's right. And, uh, you know, this they love that coach, and he's been there for 20 years, and now they get a, a second chance to send him off in the right way. And they are going to be loaded for bear, and I want us to be really careful. I know we've got the better team, but you know how emotion and all of that can sometimes play into it. And then I'm very snake bit, bit about the balls playing in the rain after I've, I've seen that. But uh, We're not mutters, are we? And with that weather no, forecast, I, I was told, I, I was told um, that you're going to expect rain every day down there. It rain, it's going to rain every day this time of the year. Just the way it is. Well, I live, I don't live that close. I was all ticked off like everybody else was. I got off of an airplane and my phone blew up, so I knew that they had made the decision. I was so mad and, you know, like everybody else. And then I finally, you know, calmed down and said, well, move on, focus on the game. And That's it right. is what it is. That's right. But, you know, that's probably too was about money as well i mean i don't know if this is true maybe you guys know with all your inside info but the bidding process i was told that uh from somewhere that uh tennessee only bid half of the money that uh southern miss did to get the supers you see holly that's a that's a real murky thing right now because they are, quote-unquote, and I do mean this, they're pretending like there aren't cash bids anymore. They, oh, they've convinced cool. they've convinced the media around this that that's the case. But there's no transparency in their sport. Again, I'm back to this. They don't rank those teams when they're in these regions. We should know who the number one, number two seed is when they put eight teams together. They split them into two different places, eight teams. But that that second number two team, that's a pretty key thing when number twos constantly get out of those regions. They should put that numerical designation. They should go one, one down here, two, two down here. This is the second number one team. By the way, this is this or this is the first number one team or number two team. This is the first number three team if it comes to that. Or at least the two teams that are seated in the same region that are paired against each other, the number two seed there should be ranking is this is the number one team. If two seeds advance, they'll host. Exactly. If the two three seeds advance, exactly. they'll host. That if the two way, four teams, hey, four hey, seeds advance, they'll host. Hey, Brian, the, that way the people doing the games don't have to stop themselves like they did during the Charlotte game the other day when they said, Kyle Peterson said, 
boy, Tennessee's playing for the right to get back to Knoxville and host with what went on with Auburn because Auburn's a limit. And then he stopped himself because as soon as he said it, he realized, you know what, I, I call a goofy sport. And in this goofy yeah. sport, even though their RPI's higher, we might end up seeing them give the thing to Hattiesburg because, as Holly said, God knows what's going on in back rooms. And if you probably yes. want to be so naive as to think that all these schools are doing, because, Holly, this is, what, this is what the media sold people, that, that they just say, oh, I'll, I will host and will host. Holly, do you believe in all your time around this stuff and your time in big business, do you believe that that's, what's going, that that's what went on? Not in a New York city. Thank you. Thank you. Neither do I. Thank you. It just, we were, he was, I studied this stuff all weekend. I'm kind of a numbers person, and I was trying to see what the criteria was because I just wanted to know in my brain that it was going to go back to Lindsey Nelson. And uh, so when it came out, my husband was driving me home from the airport. He goes, I don't understand what was the criteria. And I said, that's the problem. I said, with the NCAA, they list several criteria, and then they always, always on anything, put the last little thing, if lawyers speak, you know, and other contributing criteria. It's not exactly that word, but other, and so then they give themselves an out basically to do whatever they deem appropriate, and that's what they did. And they're just, it's, it's not transparent. If they would just be transparent, yep. I would get mad. I would say, okay. You know, we should have beaten It is what it is. Well, you know when you would have gotten angry, which is the beauty of it? When they released the field, you would have gotten angry. We would have gotten angry. We would have all blown off steam, and we all would have known, hey, you know what? We're on the road the whole time. Instead, they took our fan base. They put them through the torture of everybody trying to get tickets on Monday, knowing the whole time. That Southern Miss is going to beat that little school from the Ivy that had, didn't have enough players. That was going to happen. That was going to be a miracle if Penn got through that thing. So yeah. why not just save everybody the aggravation? See, here's the thing. I come on here yesterday, and I'm, to, I'm yesterday where everybody is today. Everybody today's resigned to it. And I wasn't angry. on People were mad at me yesterday in an email. They were like, what is, what is wrong with you that you weren't expressing anger? I said, I told you Monday what was going to happen. I didn't have to express anger. I told you what was coming Monday. Because here's where I found out. Internally at Tennessee, Holly, they knew. If that team wins, they're hosting. But why didn't they let everybody well, else know? Why wouldn't you let everybody else know, Holly? Well, exactly. And then, too, I mean, the icing on the cake to me was the, the coach. It's his last whatever. Yep. Yep. And the, they're going to have this fabulous event on TV, and they're going to be able, I mean, think about all the crap they're going to be able to talk about, but about his career. Yes, and about as they should. All that stuff is going to make great TV, regardless yep. of who wins, and on and on and on. As so, they should. You know, after I calmed down, it took me to last night to calm down, and so then I, well, yesterday afternoon, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize Hattiesburg's not that far from me. So I got reservations at a hotel, but then the problem was the tickets. They're not anywhere to be had. And uh, I am actually, when Tennessee sent out, I don't know if you guys saw this, probably did, about an hour ago, maybe a little further back than that, they sent out the link to get tickets that was given to them by 
uh, Southern Miss, and I had been sitting, I got through, but I had been sitting on the link for 45 minutes to get through. Hey, Holly, you have, a, you have a better chance of getting Taylor Swift tickets for Wembley Stadium exactly. than you do for that. And probably for cheaper, too. So I don't and probably for cheaper. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Holly. Good talking to Thanks. you. Now, Brian, what point did you make earlier that Holly made? I want to go back through this. I'll make sure that your voice is heard here today, Brian. What point did I make that Holly made? You made a good point earlier. About, you said you made a good point earlier. You made a you just, um, you just typed something up about a point you made earlier. Was that not you? You made a good point. Let's go back to the phone. It slipped in your mind. Okay. We're having a senior it had, moment. It doesn't happen often, so I have I, senior moment. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome in. Tony Cinco, Brian. It's uh, Taylor. Okay. Um, yeah, not not much, man. Uh, uh, by the way, if somebody needs tickets, I got some. I procured some standing room only. I got several extras that I uh, all in the two sixties. What I paid uh, now, I think they're four hundred plus. You paid two sixty to go stand in the rain. That's next level, T. Tony. Tony, uh, that's called dedication and devotion, time, my I'm brother. Personally, I'm personally going to call Tony Valls and tell him you're yet again. Raining on his parade, discouraging fans going to Hattiesburg, as they call it, Faceburg, because it's June, and guess what? There's a chance of thunderstorms every day in Knoxville and Hattiesburg. It's the South, brother. Brian Hartman, Anyways, do you I find that inaccurate? Do you find Taylor to be accurately depicting that I'm trying to encourage people to stay away from there? I don't get that. I'm just decrying how far it is Tony, and how miserable that sounds. You were asking, uh, you were saying, hey, hey, it's going to rain out today's game. We've got artificial turf, and Tony Vaughn's had to call you out. But anyway, Tony, let's move along. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and, and I've uh, put in a request for four tickets to University of Tennessee, so I'm uh, not going to hold my breath, but that's going to be honored. By the way, uh, yes. Southern Miss did release approximately 80 tickets at about uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time this morning. <laughs> they, they, were going, they were going in about 62 seconds. Uh, so uh, you can tell Holly and others uh, uh, it, that ship has long sailed. But, Stay on the line, Holly. You never know. Stay on that line, Holly. <laughs> Keep refreshing your web You browser. never know. No. Stay there. I lo love Holly. Love Holly. She's the best. Tony, uh, those 600 tickets are going to be uh, friends and family. So uh, uh, general public is, is, is going to be uh, out. It's going to be secondary market. And, um, and yeah, so it, it is what it is. But I wouldn't miss it. Uh, I tell you, we can joke about Hattiesburg. It's going to be hot, like 80s and oh. humid. But, but but make no mistake, that's a great baseball environment. They love their uh, their baseball team. Uh, they love hosting regionals. And uh, and, and I, I do, and that roost, by the way, that roost, they allow 40 cars, Tony, to have dedicated spots in upper right field to tailgate, grills, air horns, the whole bit. Uh, that's going to be a next-level experience. I plan on having a, uh, a late brunch there on Saturday morning with uh, those uh, Southern uh, Mistake fans. It should be next level. And they are very accommodating. Our guest said those are very, very, very sweet, good people. Just go in a good spirit, a good frame of mind, and, you know, don't behave like Tony, a Florida fan the, toward them, I guess is my point. Friends, family, and the tubs. Yep. They give you the shirt off their back. Yep. Just would not want to wear it, but they are good people, very accommodating. They're going to be great hosts. Uh, real quick on the yes. on the Barnes transfers, as you refer to them. The Rick Barnes transfers. Team, that was just a horrendous take. But uh, at least I was so mad at those guys at midseason. Oh my gosh, Tony! Seriously, where would we be without Griff 
Mr. Walkoff, Mr. Clutch, without uh, Maui, Dennis, Walter, Ahuna, who is now playing absolutely spectacular defense. I don't know uh, about that. He's had a, he had a pretty I good series. I don't know if he's been spectacular. He had a pretty good series, though, but that's okay. Tony, Tony, the last the last six to eight weeks, his defense has been uh, spectacular. Every scout would When he wants that. to be. When uh, he wants it to be, yeah. Well, see Bradford. See throwing Bradford out in the hole. That's see my point. That's my point. When he fr- when he focuses, he's pretty good. You're right. And that and by the way, those aren't my words. Those aren't my words. Those are the words of Tony Valls. Those aren't my words. Twisting his words, Tony. No, he said when he wants to be, he said when he focuses, like on the Enrique Bradford play. He said there ain't anybody else that can make that play in 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 our sport. Yeah, that's what he said. He had a lack of focus the first month. He had a lot of off the field issues. Did he? Extension, you name it. Did he? he was not focused. He's been focused and prepared for two months. How's he? His defense has been outstanding, and okay. every scout, every agent on the planet would say that. Oh, he's, he's I'll tell you what, he's a major league player. He's ma- major league defense, but listen, at, at shortstop, if you can play stellar defense and bat about 250, 260, they'll, they'll take it. Last thing, Tony, uh, my goodness, the baby face assassin. Where would we be without without Denton? That kid has absolutely been clutch. I'd love to know his percentage of big hits. I forget how Matt says it, but productive out. Yep. It's got to be off the charts. He, he'll hit a sacrifice fly. The kid is just, is just, he looks like he's about 13, but he performs like a, a grizzled veteran. He is like really baby-faced, isn't he? He really is baby-faced. He, one of the nicest kids you'll ever meet, Tony. Unbelievable. I would just encourage the baseball fans to make the trek down to Baseburg, Hattiesburg. Uh, enjoy that experience. Uh, supers don't come along very often. And, yeah, bring a rain jacket and, and bring some ice, but uh, it's going to be next level. Lots of Advil, lots of ice, lots of agua. Thank you, Taylor. 865-200-5402. i got to ask Sean on the other side. Who is your pick to click, Cinco? Who is your pick to click this weekend? I want two names from Tennessee's starting lineup. Last week it was the CMO show with his pop in attendance. And i got to ask Sean Sinclair. And then we'll get some more calls in on the other side as we continue. It is a Wednesday edition after those. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Okay, fellas, game's on the line. Let's get it right. Frank, you were closest. Was it fair or foul? Uh, I don't know. I was distracted. Distracted? By what? 
Well, you know, it's a loud crowd, these lights are awful bright, I just won big on a Tennessee lottery instant game, and again, the lighting here, somebody ought to say something. You've got new instant games? Yeah. Enough to share? Of course. Fair ball! Have a ball with new instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. With the new hot games from the Tennessee Lottery, cold hard cash is waiting to take your summer fun to the next level. And with sizzling top prizes of up to $500,000, these games could have what you need to make every day fun in the sun. Oh yeah, this summer is going to be a scorcher. Grab the new hot games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. But careful, they're hot. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. The Vols need to take care of business this weekend, and they're going to have an opportunity. Let's go uh, to Sean Sinclair, and then we'll go back to our phone. Cinco, picks to click this weekend. You called more last weekend right in this spot. So credit, I'm gonna credit go, is due I'm to gonna, you. I'm going to go out and uh, say, I'm going to have one where you'll say, no kidding. And then uh, and then another one that you say, no kidding. So my uh, no kidding is, I'm going to go with Jared Dickey. I think he shows up big. And then I, I've i got faith in Blake Burke this week. I don't know wow. why, but I do. Oh, no kidding. Yep. I picked him last week to click, and he semi-clicked. Hey, he had a couple of key at-bats uh, the other night. Uh, I knew Tennessee was going to have a good weekend, guys, Friday night when they got those runs in uh, on sacrifice flies. The, well, I heard I, I heard your previous caller talking about yeah. Ahuna. Yep. And he's a nice – he's, a, he, he's a, a smooth player. I don't think he's a great player. He's a smooth player. But a couple of things about him. You cannot strike out three times a game as a leadoff hitter. Interesting. You have to be able to make contact against lefties. Uh, if you're, you know, if, if you're a middle infielder, um, and he looks tired to me. I mean, it, it, I don't know if there's been any, I can't prove this. My impression of him is that he's a guy that plays on skill and talent. And, uh, uh, he, he doesn't look like he's gained a pound since he's been here. Um, so uh, I'm wondering, I'm wondering about the workout regimen because he, he, he looks, in fact, I, I know I saw him walk up and get into, uh, into the batter's box and started yawning. Uh, so I just wonder about that. Maybe that gentleman's not sleeping. Who knows? Let's go back to our phones. He needs a Butch Jones sleep coach. Hello and welcome into our next call. How my friends compatriots doing today? What's up, Dubier? Welcome in. And by the way, RIP the Iron Sheik. Uh, we will do a TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime, and I do want to talk about the impact of the Iron Sheik. Okay, Tony, uh, I'm so glad you're having a listener watch party, Corner 16 West. You got it. Uh, I plan on being there, good Lord willing, with my state flag. Oh, my uh, gosh. Maybe Lambrito uh, can touch it again. I just think you getting the Tony Basilio family together again is Dysfunctional family. I like seeing people face-to-face. I do, too. It's going to be wonderful. And uh, Holly... uh, I was just writing down 
in my notebook about Holly when she called because I was going to say, Holly, if you don't get tickets to Southern Miss and you come to Corner 16, I will buy you and your husband's meals. I'll tell you this. Holly's in, like, South Florida, but I'm sure she'll be there in spirit. Maybe we could Zoom her in. Maybe I love Holly. Holly's the best, dude. I want to I want to meet Holly and give her a big hug one day. That's one of my goals. Yeah, I was going to say she 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 would be uh, waving the state flag. Yep. I would be honored to have her wave that. State Holly, flag. you are beyond cool. You're like you are so next level, Holly. But uh, you know, I'm I'm like uh, everybody else. I've kind of gotten over it and said we got to move on. If and if we can't be there. Then being at corner 16 to me is like being there. Because in spirit, we're going to be there pulling for the ball. And uh, you ask about who two players. I think Christian Scott's one. That's going to have a wonderful day. See Scott. Tears for fears. Tears for fears is going to pinch hit. Going to do something. Into the standing room only. Boom! Tears for fears going yardo. According to W. Lynn, W. Lynn, you will bring the flag? Yes, I will bring the flag, Tommy. Beautiful. And, I'll bring uh, the accoutrements. Uh, uh, the it, good it's bud. just so great that we're doing this. And yes. Because, you know, I, I wanted that flag and, and Lindsey Nelson one more time, but that's beyond our control. W. So, Lynn, you're uh, my man. They will not stop that flag from waving. And you have a Dwight Gooden because I'm about out of time. S-E-A-N, Sinclair, D-D-S, beautiful Maryville is where you find him. We're going to do a quick overtime segment, so the call's there. Stay there. Uh, if you want to jump in, you're in our Twitter spaces. Raise your hand. Confident, confident, secure. Raise your hand if you're sure. Cinco, the Iron Sheik passing away, man. That makes me feel old. That's my guy right there. Cosro's my guy. Well, people, don't, people may not appreciate the impact he had because when he came over, he was a legit Olympic wrestler a bad man as they say in the trade there is there i mean i get you harley race i get you a bad man a couple of these guys but if they got in a squared circle and and really played the iron cheek would whip every this is big lou maddox and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle tennessee wkom 101.7 fm columbia it's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. 
Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.